0: Welcome to Wandering in Hope. Now here's Madisonville Church of God Pastor, Josh Benson. Hello everybody, this is Pastor Josh, pastor at Madisonville Church of God in Madisonville, Tennessee. We are going to be uploading some new fresh content to our podcast, Wandering, W-A-N-D-E-R-I-N-G, Wandering. In Hope. So we hope you check that out. Um, follow along. We sort of were in limbo there for the month of November. Just life happening, you know, but we're getting back into the swing of things. and So check our church's Facebook page out, Madisonville Church of God, and check the podcast out and subscribe and follow. Um, the whole month of December at church we focus on a single theme. And that, that theme, that larger motif behind everything we do, is basically God with us. Those three words. What powerful words that they are. Um, I really had this revelation every year for the month of December to dwell on this theme of God with us. The first year that I pastored at Madisonville. From 2014 to 2015, my life was, was dramatically changed. And I went through the, just the most difficult time of, of my life. And I remember that the greatest lie that I was ever told at my lowest point was that I was alone. And I came out of that trial in my life. And God just restored my life and started doing just crazy stuff, just really blessing me off the chain. And I learned the greatest truth. And that truth was that I was never alone, that at no moment, there wasn't a single second of my life that I was actually ever alone. But I learned how dangerous, I learned how dark, I learned how demented the feeling of loneliness is. And how detrimental it is to a human's life. And so, during that month of December at church, we dwell on this fact that that God is with us, that we're never alone. So, fast forward a little bit. 2015, and my life had dramatically changed. Ashley and I got married in January 2015. My wife and I uh, just... Got promoted at work to a new job, just a real life-altering kind of promotion. Just a lot of things happening, man, really good stuff. Later that year, in September, we started passing the church. Well, it was the first year that my younger brother, my youngest brother, Jeffrey, had ever duck hunted. So I got a little hunting story, but you got to hear this. It was December 25th, and it was warm. Weather wasn't good for duck hunting. It wasn't ducky. Jeffrey says, hey, I want to go hunt the pond. We had a little millful pond that we hunted. And it could be a really, really good time. I said, man, uh, <clears throat> you know, I've been over there this week. There's no birds. It's going to be 56 degrees in the morning, spitting rain. You know, it's, it's the worst day you could choose to go duck hunting. It's crazy. So Jeffrey wakes me up that morning. He's like, hey, you're going to go with me? We going? And I knew Jeffrey didn't know how to get through the gate. Jeffrey didn't didn't know how to set up on the pond. He didn't know anything about how to get in there and hunt that place. So if I didn't go, he was going to be in just a terrible mess. So I got up, put my clothes on, did not want to walk out the door, made him drive, and we went anyway. So we get out there on the pond. It's, you know, about... An hour's passed after shooting light. There's nothing flying. There are no birds in the sky at all. Nothing to even look at. We've been there for about an hour. And we look up and six, seven hundred yards out, I see two birds. And they're flying up over the tree line. I could tell they were mallards. Jeffrey picks up and starts to call at him. I said, man, don't, don't fool with them. They're too far out. They got about 300 to 400 yards out. I picked up, and I blew a really loud, aggressive call to them, what duck hunters call a hell call. It's like, hey, 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 you know, we're down here. Check us out. I never missed a beat. They just flew on out of sight over the tree line. So we sit there maybe five, ten minutes, and I catch movement out of the corner of mine. I look, and there's two ducks, and they're flying back out. They come in about 400 yards out, and then they just turn, and they lock their wings up and start gliding right into our hole. Hen comes in first. We shoot her down, and then the mallard, the drake, the boy duck, he starts trying to get out of the hole. Me and Jeffrey are peppering him. I mean, we're turning him. We're hitting him. We're we're putting it to him. But he does not want to die that day. He gets out of the hole. He's He's really out of range. I've got one shell left. Jeffrey's empty. He's got his butt to me, and he is flying away. And I put one on him, and he was so far away you could count to like two or three before you actually saw him fold up and go down. I pulled the trigger. I hit him. He goes down the field. I was like, all right, Jeffrey, you can go get them ducks. You drug me out here today in the miserable, hot, pouring rain for two mallards. So Jeffrey runs out. He grabs the hen off the water, and he goes out to the field, and he gets this mallard where we're at we're standing sort of in the woods and you got to walk through the woods to come around the backside of the pond where we stand because the rest of it's out in the open field so he gets around the woods and i hear him hollering he's screaming he's like josh 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 and i'm like what's going on man i thought he's hurt so he comes running around through there and he's holding this mallard drake by the leg and when he got within you know 20 feet of me i saw I saw the band. It had a metal band on its leg. And I knew what it was when I seen it because I've seen them before. It wasn't a typical U.S. Forest Service band that the federal government bands birds with. This was different. I knew what it was because I know one man that's got one. It was what they call a Jack Miner band. Now, listen to this. There's a point to this. Just listen. Over 100 years ago, there was a man named Jack Miner. He was the father of modern-day waterfowl conservation. He lived in Kingsville, Ontario, Canada. He started banding geese, created a refuge for them, started banding them, putting metal bands on their legs, and this was enabling him to track migration patterns as they would fly south from Canada through the United States. Well, he wound up not just getting geese, but ducks too. So he started banding the ducks. And his son carries on that tradition now. Old man Jack Miner, who started that, is dead now. Anyway, Jack Miner was a Christian man. Every band that he put on a duck had these things on it. It had a serial number on it and a batch number. The batch number told what batch of birds and bands that duck was, was allocated to. So what they do is they'll have like three or four different scripture verses. And they'll band these birds in allotments with bands that have the same scripture verse. Okay, so it has a batch number. It has a number on it that denotes the date of the the year that it was banded. It has an inscription on it that says, Jack Miner Foundation, Kingsville, Ontario, Canada. And it has a scripture on it. There was a guy that asked Miner one time. He asked him. He said, "Jack, why are you you know why are you putting scripture verses on these bands?" And he said, "Well, he said I you know he said I believe in the Lord. I believe God's told me to do this." He said, and "Every year we pray over all of the bands that go on our birds." And I believe Miner said he said I believe that every human being who winds up with one of these bands in their hand that God meant for them to have that verse. That's pretty crazy. All right, so Jeffrey comes running, and a Jack Minor band is a very rare thing. Your chances of going downtown tonight and buying a lottery ticket at the local gas station and winning 200 grand are better than you shooting a Jack Minor banded bird. Like, for real. It's 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 the most prized uh, piece of memorabilia that a duck hunter can get from the field. For example... My lanyard that has my Jack Miner band and my government bands on it. Not so much because of the government band, but because of the Jack Miner band. When it is in my house, it is out of sight. So if somebody broke in my house, they'd, not know, they'd, never, know, they'd never find it. It's like the most precious piece of hunting, memorabilia, or anything left of me as an as a outdoorsman that I'll ever leave my son when I die. It's that big of a deal. It's a big deal. Right, so Jeffrey comes around, back. Yeah, I see it, and I know what it is. Check this out. That was the first year I'd passed at Massville Church of God. I came out of that really dark period. God had restored my life. And I felt God had called me to preach that whole month of December on that theme that God is with us. We're never alone. That ugly, warm, rainy morning. That mallard band, that mallard was wearing a band. And when I pulled that Jack Miner band off his leg, you know what was on it? It's a quote from Leviticus. And it said, Yea, I walk among you. That was God telling me. God put that mallard in that hole that day. And that was God telling me that I was doing what he had told me to do. That the greatest lie was ever told was surely a lie that we are never alone is the greatest truth that you'll ever discover in all your life you might go through hell on earth to figure it out but the greatest truth in all the universe is that god is with us so what i'd encourage you to do this season as you press through christmas it can be stressful you you know I, i see this with celebrate recovery the people we treat on Tuesday nights, a lot of stuff surfaces in their life. They deal with loneliness. They deal with rejection. They deal with betrayal. They deal with, with uh, distrust. They, they, they just deal with a lot of stuff, relational, familial stuff. Man, I, I don't know what you're dealing with right now. I don't know what you're going to deal with as Christmas closes and we come to a new year. But I can tell you this, you don't have to do it alone. Because loneliness is not God's will the first person that ever saw loneliness wasn't a psychiatrist. It was God. He looked at Adam. He said, everything's good. God don't do bad work. God had done a marvelous thing with creation. God looked at it and God said, hmm, but that ain't good when he saw that Adam was alone. And so he made Adam a companion. He made Eve. In your life, Satan's going to tell you. You're you're by yourself. You got nobody in your corner. You can't do this because you're alone. But that's not what God says. God says that He's with us. Yea, I walk among you. So whatever you deal with, whatever you're going through, whatever's ahead of you, remember this. If you ever remember anything in life, God is always there. God stays closer than a friend, a family member, a co-worker. God stays closer to us than anybody ever will, than a spouse, than a child, than a sibling. God is there. You are not alone. This is Pastor Josh. I hope that is an encouraging word to you. I want to invite you out uh, December the 24th. From 6 to 6.45 p.m., December the 24th, Christmas Eve, 6 to 6.45, we're going to do our annual Candlelight Christmas Musical. It's probably the coolest service we do all year without a doubt. And it's 6 to 6.45. We block the time off because we know that you got stuff going on perhaps. So we want you to know you can fit that into your schedule. I'd like to see you. Come early, come at 5.30, Tuesday night, Christmas Eve night. I'm going to be running hot chocolate and brewing some coffee. We'll have some donuts, we'll chat up, and I'll start letting people in the sanctuary about 10 till 6. But Check us out, Candlelight Christmas Musical, God With Us, December 24th, 6 to 6.45. This is Pastor Josh, signing off. Be blessed.